the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, the president is going home. Yeah, the last word was that President Trump will be leaving Walter Reed Medical Center at 6.30, heading for the White House. Now, for most of the day, the media have been looking for conspiracies and trying to place blame for President Trump catching COVID and for the spread among Republicans. Uh, they kind of picked up where they left off yesterday. Senior advisor Steve Cortez got a taste of that from Mike Wallace on Fox News Sunday yesterday. People were distanced and they had been tested. Both of those things were true in that no, convention Steve, hall. No, Steve, they weren't and, distanced and there were rules and there was no, there was they, no freedom of choice. I, they broke the Chris, rules. I was there, I was they, there like no, you were and they Steve, were distanced. Wh- why those did they break the rules? Those chairs were not close together. Look, those chairs were not close together. And again, we also believe that people. It doesn't matter, Steve. The rules from the Cleveland Clinic they were close together, Steve. And the rules okay. from the Cleveland Clinic were everybody wears you know, a mask. Why didn't Chris, they? Chris, the way you're starting to harangue me now actually reminds me of what you did to the president during that debate on Tuesday night when oh, he had yeah. to debate I, he, not I just Joe him. No, and then he had to he had to debate not just Joe, Joe Biden but you as well. You were not a neutral moderator then. I don't mind tough questions. I welcome you know how reasonably tough questions. But what I don't think is okay is for you to become the effective opposition to the president. Okay, and those everyone there was it, tested it, it, in the crowd. They were distanced from each other. People can make reasonable Steve, decisions that, for themselves. Steve, no, they actually they can't. No, they can't make reasonable decisions for themselves, according to Chris Wallace. Um, I, uh, I, it's Chris Wallace has become kind of a sniveling, whining, annoying uh, nerd that I, 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 I'm, I've actually reached the point where he might have, uh, for me, reached the click uh, stage where as soon as I see his face, he's gone. I'm, I'm, I used to really have a lot of respect for him. Not anymore. Anyway, as I said, Steve Cortez, who was talking to Chris there, will be here in a couple of minutes. And as far as I know, Joe took another day off today. So I don't know what he did or what he said. But coming up at 530, how would you feel if um, if His Excellency Tom Wolf and Aunt Rachel told you that you couldn't have more than six people over at your house uh, for Thanksgiving? That's what's happening up in Canada and their Thanksgiving, by the way, is a week from today. And I'll talk to a real live Canadian about it coming up at 5.30. But Trump campaign senior advisor Steve Cortez is next. Stick around. Hey, John Stoggerwald here. As you know, our friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help you get the best sleep of your life. And he didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow either. Mike created the new Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. 
first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you will never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors, and Mike is making a special offer for my listeners. You will receive two for one, low price plus free shipping. Call 1-800-716-8087, use the promo code STAG, or go to MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code STAG. What happened to Carter Page should never happen to another American again. Page was a model citizen, a Naval Academy graduate, a successful businessman, and a cooperative source for U.S. intelligence services. But when Page became a supporter of Donald Trump, the FBI targeted him, spied on him, and persecuted him in a phony investigation. Now Carter Page is telling his story. In his compelling new book, Abuse and Power, Carter Page gives us the shocking details of being targeted by the Obama Administration Justice Department how he was kept under surveillance, and then finally vindicated. Abuse and Power by Carter Page is the story of a private citizen caught up in a politically motivated spying operation intended to frame him. The Democratic Party, the mainstream media, and their allies in the Justice Department and intelligence services lied and perverted justice in order to destroy a duly elected president. Abuse and Power, How an Innocent American Was Framed in an Attempted Coup Against the President, is the new book by Carter Page. Available now at Amazon and wherever books are sold. Here are the facts. Your business needs leads and sales. There are potential customers online right now looking for what you do. Will they find you or your competitor? You need Salem Surround. Having to do your own digital marketing while trying to manage your business, well, there's just not enough time in the day. You need Salem Surround. You're doing all you can to market your business, but are you sure you have the right strategy or seeing a great return on investment? You need Salem Surround. The marketing team here at Salem Surround is ready to help your business now. We'll design a plan that targets potential customers with proven marketing strategies, using everything in our toolkit to work for you. Digital, audio, mobile, even audience-engaging contests and promotions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com surroundpittsburgh.com connecting you with new customers we're all thinking a lot more about staying safe these days windows or us pittsburgh is no different this is john steigerwald when it comes to working around your home windows or us remains committed to the safety of you and your family for roofs gutters and downspouts siding and of course windows windows or us pittsburgh can answer the call with over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us has earned its reputation as the area's premier exterior replacement company. And all work will be done in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines. If you've had damage, you may be eligible for free repair or replacement. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. You'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. From a company that will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty, why pay double? Trust the area's premier exterior replacement company. That's WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. This is the John Stacker Walt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. The president's uh, going home in a little over an hour. He tweeted that he'll be uh, leaving Walter Reed Medical Center at 630. It was a short stay, but it uh, might be a while before he's back on the road campaigning. So now what? Steve Cortez is a senior advisor to the campaign. He joins us now. Steve, thanks for being here. Hey, you bet. Thanks for having me. 
So uh, before we get to what the plans are for the immediate future, before you uh, came on, I played the clip from you with uh, Chris Wallace on Fox yesterday, just a couple of minutes ago. Uh, he and most of the media seem to be looking for someone in the administration to blame for the president uh, catching COVID. Is that fair? Yeah, I think that's – well, it's not fair that they're doing it, but it's a fair assessment. No. Yes, of course. Yeah. Um, and, and look, you know, not only is it wrong to say that President Trump somehow caused this, uh, it's a complete insult to millions and millions of Americans who have contracted this virus. You're essentially saying they did something wrong, that they're at fault. Uh, and the reality is they are victims, including the president. No Americans at fault, not President Trump, not Joe Biden. No American caused this virus. Only the Chinese Communist Party did. And what I mean by that is they knew they had human-to-human transmission. They lied to the world. They used the WHO uh, as a sham medical stamp of approval, and they knowingly infected the globe. So no American is to blame. Donald Trump certainly um, is not to blame for, for catching for anyone getting this virus, including himself. So, so what happens now, and how long will the president uh, be stuck inside? You know, we don't know, and obviously we've, we've got to defer to the medical authorities. Of course, if he had his way, you know, he'd be done with this yesterday, right? Because yeah. the kind of guy he is, he's just an entrepreneur and a go-getter and a butt-kicker. Um, so he wants to be out yesterday. And I will tell you this, by the way, he's been governing this entire time. So all Americans, no matter their political leanings, should know that continuity government um, has been steadfast throughout all of this. He has been governing. He, of course, has not been able to campaign, certainly not physically, obviously, while he's been in the hospital. But I will tell you this, um, via the telephone, he has been as in charge and as animated and assertive as he ever has been. Um, so he's chomping at the bit, believe me. But he and the rest of us have to heed, you know, medical advice. Here's my my guess is, you know, clearly this week um, he's not going to be able to go anywhere just because of the uh, lingering um, uh, uh, contagiousness of, of him. Mm-hmm. Um, but looking into the next week, if he continues to recuperate the way he is, I would suspect that we're going to be able to do at least – um, some video productions, you know, some some broadcasting of him from the White House. I don't know that, but that's just me being optimistic. And, of course, uh, the 15th, we, we believe, and we, I think it's a reasonable expectation that he will be able to take place in the Miami uh, debate. And then after that, we're just going to have to, you know, we meaning the medical staff over there at the White House is going to have to yeah. assess his, his health. And we sure hope, though, that he's going to be back on the campaign trail, even if it's not quite full throttle, um, in some way can get physically back out there. And believe me, this is a he, he's a horse in the gate right now dying to run. That's for sure. And you're calling this Operation MAGA. Yes. Operation MAGA, it commences tonight. And so I encourage your listeners, uh, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern time, we're going to have a broadcast with a pretty star-studded cast. It's basically everybody big, but... Um, the president himself, it'll be the vice president, first family members, um, other surrogates. We're doing a live show, a live rally, basically, uh, digitally. We, we'd rather do it in person, but that's just not capable, capable yet. So we're going to kick it off tonight. More virtual programming tomorrow. We want to get everybody out there fired up. And uh, we want to let them know that we are not stopping. You know, the president, that the economic renaissance of this country is not stopping. The campaign's not stopping. Um, and then Wednesday, we go to the vice presidential debate. That'll be the big focus of Wednesday. Um, we're all really excited about that. I think it's going to be a complete study in contrast. You know, you've got one of the most conservative politicians of recent decades in Washington, D.C., and John Pence. Uh, excuse me, Mike Pence. John's his nephew. Works here at the campaign um, uh, in Mike Pence. And, um, and then you have in Kamala Harris, you know, according to an independent group um, the, uh, called GovTrack, the most liberal member of the United States Senate for 2019, even more liberal um, than Bernie Sanders. So I think that'll be a fascinating debate to watch Wednesday. Then starting Thursday on, we're going to uh, restart live events. Unfortunately, they won't be with the president initially, uh, and we know nobody can replace the president, but we're going to do our best, uh, those of us from the campaign and other surrogates, elected officials who support him, uh, to get out there and meet the people and sensibly, you know, with precautions, do live events 
and, and let the people know that we are continuing this effort to reelect him. We're absolutely going to be active in Pennsylvania. We don't have a specific yet, but I'm sure we're going to have stuff in the Pittsburgh area. Um, but, you know, the way I put it, it's, it's baseball playoff season right now. Our ace pitcher is on the DL right now. He's recuperating. We know he's going to be back. And when he is back, he's going to be throwing 95-mile-an-hour fastballs. But right now, the rest of the team has to step up. And then I don't mean just those of us who do this, you know, the pros who do it for a living. I also mean regular citizens out there, uh, the people who are part of the Army for Trump, who are part of the MAGA movement. Uh, one of the things the president has conveyed to us as a campaign is, you know, remember, this isn't only about President Trump. He's instrumental, of course, uh, but he's not the entirety of the America First movement, of the MAGA movement. And so the rest of us right now, while he's recuperating, the rest of us need to pick up the slack um, and, as I said, sort of flood the zone. We're talking to Steve Cortez. He's a senior advisor to the campaign, to the uh, Trump 2020 campaign. Uh, Lots of spontaneous rallies popped up around the country over the weekend, including the one in front of the hospital, But uh, which you kind of expect something like that. I don't know about the scale of it, but uh, there were were rallies that just kind of popped up in different places around the country. We've seen this, you know, the entire campaign. I mean, we've seen this really all year long, and it's fascinating. And you're exactly right. They popped up, not organized by the campaign. For example, the boat parades uh, that we saw all over the country. I, I don't believe any one of those was organized by us, by, by the Trump campaign. Um, they happen organically. People get on Facebook. They start talking to their neighbors. All of a sudden, it mushrooms, and they've got a huge event going. Um, you know, you mentioned the folks that were out at Walter Reed Medical Center. There was also, believe it or not, in Washington, D.C., which is, believe me, not a place where Donald Trump is popular, not a place where we are popular, campaign officials. There was a huge march in Washington, D.C., uh, pro-Trump march, uh, with, with flags, uh, Trump flags, American flags. You know, it was amazing. So one thing we have on our side, and look, I'm very realistic, okay? I think all of these battleground states, including Pennsylvania, are very much in play. And what I mean by that is I think either side could win them, okay? I'm trying to be objective in saying that. Now, I think we're going to win them, but uh, I believe they are all close enough that either side could tip the balance in these battleground states. But one of the reasons I think we're going to tip them to this point of the organic rallies and so forth is the enthusiasm gap is just absolutely massive. You know, for instance, I actually spent a lot of time in Western PA. Uh, My wife's family is from Ligonier, and I've been there quite a lot over the course of this whole year. I can't tell you how many Trump flags I have seen flying in front of houses, behind pickup trucks. Um, I have yet to see anywhere in the country, not just in Western PA. I have yet to see a Biden flag behind a pickup truck or a boat or at a, at a house. And I know that's just anecdotal, but I think it's also representative of these more statistical modeling uh, when they ask folks, you know, how enthusiastic are you to vote for your candidate? Um, and that also backs what I'm telling you I see in Western PA and other places anecdotally, which is um, our people, thankfully, uh, they'll crawl over glass to go and vote for this guy uh, come November 3rd. So we've got to work hard. We can't assume anything. I think these states are all in play, including PA, um, but I also love our momentum and our enthusiasm. Do you expect uh, Joe Biden's strategy to be staying out of sight as much as possible? Well, no, I mean, you know, he seems to have gotten out there now, right? I mean, he's in Florida today, and uh, it's, you know, it seems oh, like we okay. smoked him out of his basement, um, and, uh, and he, he is out and about, which, by the way, though, we welcome. I mean, number one, he should, as an American, forget, you know, take off my Trump hat for a moment. As an American, he needs to do that. He owes it to the American people to make his case to them. Uh, but number yeah. two, then, if I put my Trump hat back on, um, I think you know, the more he's out there, uh, the, the more that we shine a light on him, the more the American people see what his agenda is, they're going to reject it. I think it's, it's clarifying, right? Um, he hides behind a media narrative, and the media tries to protect him every chance they get. That's why conservative talk like yours is just so important. Uh, but the media tries to, to protect this myth that he is somehow a moderate and that he's a friend of working class America. But the reality is, and the more he's out there, the more this becomes apparent to, to regular voters, uh, the reality is 
he's a corporatist globalist who wants to put us back to a place of economic submission to China. In addition to that, uh, he has aligned himself with the most far left wing radical fringe of the Democratic Party, uh, which includes AOC, uh, who wants to just decimate the American energy industry. That would be terrible for our national security, for our economic security. And I don't have to tell you how much it means to the state of Pennsylvania. I have about a minute and a half left with Steve Cortez, senior advisor to the uh, Trump campaign. Uh, the Democrats are trying to use the COVID outbreak among Republicans, uh, including some senators, to uh, delay the hearings for Amy Coney Barrett. Uh, are these right. uh, are, are those hearings in any danger? No, they are going forward. And you want to talk about just crass political opportunism. Uh, the Congress has been holding a combination of in-person and virtual hearings for months. Okay, this is, there's nothing new about this. Uh, don't take my word for it, folks. I mean, you can go on C-SPAN and look. This has been going on. You know, you'll have half the committees there, half is virtual, right? This is been, So for them to try to use the virus, the, the infection of the president, of all things, as a pretext to not be able to hold a hearing, um, it's just ludicrous. Thankfully, Leader McConnell you know, won't have it. He's not falling for that canard for even one second. Amy Coney Barrett is an incredible judge. She's going to be an incredible justice on the Supreme Court. She's, I think, also just an absolute role model for this country, both her personal and professional life. She's she's superwoman, uh, and I almost kind of dare the Democrats to try to go after her and assassinate her character the way they did Brett Kavanaugh, because I think that they would pay a very severe price uh, if they do that. And uh, I look forward to her being Justice, Justice Barrett very soon. Before you go, where can people find the live show tonight? So if they go to uh, tr- uh, DonaldTrump.com, it's, and it's going to be across all our platforms, Team Trump Online. It'll be uh, on our Facebook page. It'll be all, all, all over uh, the, the Twitter, everywhere, 8 o'clock tonight. And if I can, plug my own show, same platforms, 8 o'clock tomorrow night. I will be hosting Maganomics, where we take an economic perspective and look at what Trump has done, is doing now, and would do in the second term. That's also 8 o'clock Eastern tomorrow on Team Trump Online. Hey, Steve, thanks for being on. Maybe we talk again before November 3rd. Thank you. I'd love that. Please. Thank you. All right. That's Steve Cortez. He's a senior advisor to the Trump campaign. I've got a couple of minutes here. Um, <clears throat> I wanted to uh, let you hear something about uh, before we go to the break here. Um, Joe Biden, this guy, um, he just he's incapable of apparently of coming up with an original thought. Uh, you know about all his problems with um with uh, plagiarism going all the way back, I don't know, over 30 years ago, 1988, I think it was, he he uh, he got caught stealing a, a speech from a, a, an English um, politician, a politician in Great Britain, and um, and uh, he's still doing it. So right now, you've heard his his uh, you've seen and heard his um, his campaign slogan is "Build Back Better." It's actually kind of you know kind of nice. It uh, sells a uh, it's th- only three words. It, it tells a pretty good story. Uh, it's, it's, it gets right to the point. But uh, Boris Johnson is the uh, is the, uh, uh, the the prime minister over there, and um, he uh, gave a speech not too long ago. And uh, if you listen to it, I don't know. Um, Joe might have stolen some stuff from him. First, you hear Boris Johnson, and then you'll hear Joe. Listen, we owe it to future generations to build back better. We have a great opportunity to build back and build back better. To do things differently. To build back better and to build back bolder. And folks, it's not sufficient to build back. We have to build back better. That's what my plan is, to build back better. As bold as bold as we can be. 
build back. He stole it. He stole it from Boris Johnson. And, you know, it's one thing to steal something, okay? And that's pretty pathetic. If You, you know, you can't come up with your own campaign slogan. It's, it's bad enough that you, you steal it. But then you uh, are so stupid that you think you can get away with it. That, that's in, in, the, in, in 2020, with, there's nothing that you can hide. Everything on the Internet is on the Internet forever. And I don't know, it's surprising to me that it took this long, actually, for somebody to find that soundbite from Boris Johnson actually saying, build back better. He stole it. He actually stole it. So there you have Joe Biden. Now, as I mentioned, uh, coming up at uh, after we take this break here, coming up at uh, a little after 530, um, this is stunning to me. Now, I've told you that I own uh, property, family owns property, uh, and has for a long time up in uh, Canada in, in southern Ontario. Uh, I'm not disclosing the actual town because I don't want to see I don't know. I'm just not going to do that. But anyway, um, it's in the Niagara region up around, you know, not that far from it's on Lake Erie and it's not too far from Niagara Falls. But um, I, I I came across the story today. Now, last week, I think it was that the prime minister, Trudeau, actually came out and said that they might have to think about canceling Thanksgiving. I mean, it's almost like it's a joke, like it's a Monty Python skit. But he, he actually meant it. And. And he said, if we want to have a nice Christmas, we may, we may just have to forget about Thanksgiving this year. Now, Thanksgiving is a week from today up there. And they do Thanksgiving. I've been up there for Canadian Thanksgiving. They do Thanksgiving the same way we do. Uh, turkey, the whole thing. Same dinner, same everything. It just happens to be about a month and a half earlier than ours. The weather, I'm sure, has something to do with that. But it's, it's family gatherings, uh, same thing, big families. It's a huge, huge deal. In, uh, in Canada, and it's a huge deal in the small town where uh, I've been going all my life. And this, the prime minister, the equivalent of Donald Trump, coming out and telling people, uh, you know, let's say uh, a month from now, in the middle of November, he comes out and says, you know, I uh, I don't know about this Thanksgiving thing. Maybe we ought to just forget it this year because, you know, we all want to have a nice Christmas. <clears throat> now, they're doing it because they, 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 they want to return to a red alert in Quebec and Ontario and, you know, shutting down the restaurants again. But they're telling people that they, they are, should only um, associate with people within their own household. Think about that for a minute. If, the, if, if, if His Excellency Tom Wolfe came out with that today or a month from now and he said um, – you know what, we, we really think we only want you, don't associate with anybody except the people in your household. No pay, You're not supposed to go next door to hang out with your neighbor. No barbecues. Uh, not that they'll have too many barbecues in Canada in November, but no, no barbecues, no family gatherings uh, that include more than six people. Just imagine the President of the United States and or the Governor of Pennsylvania coming out and telling you that that's the way things are going to be. Well, that is what's happening in Canada. I'm not kidding you. It's actually happening up there. And when we come back, I'm going to talk to a columnist who wrote about this and said that it's ridiculous. And I'm just wondering how close the people are up there to absolute and total revolt. Stupidity in Canada. When we come back, stick around.
With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump has tweeted he'll be leaving Walter Reed Medical Center this evening around 6.30 p.m. Eastern. Mr. Trump will return to the White House. The president tweeted that he felt better than he had in 20 years earlier today. Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany tested positive for the coronavirus. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo says he's ordering schools in certain New York City neighborhoods closed within a day to attempt to halt a flare-up of the coronavirus. The restrictions aim mostly at neighborhoods home to the city's large Orthodox Jewish community. Tropical storm Delta has formed and is expected to become a hurricane before hitting Cuba on a path that could eventually reach the U.S. Gulf Coast. Stocks closing broadly higher today. The Dow jumped 465 points. The Nasdaq was up 257. This is SRN News. If you've fallen behind in your credit card payments during the shutdown, you're probably feeling some added pressures. And even a brief history of late payments can lead to a big drop in your credit score. But you don't have to solve these problems alone. Trinity Debt Management can help. We'll work with your creditors, put a stop to late fees and other penalties, and make a plan that helps you get caught up. We'll also consolidate your bills into one easy-to-manage monthly payment and negotiate much lower interest rates. Not only will you find immediate relief, you'll save thousands. And don't worry, it's not a loan. It's a smart way to get back on track. All you have to do is give Trinity a quick call and we'll take care of the rest. Right now, no one really knows what the future will bring. But one thing is for sure. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Here's the number. Call 1-800-936-5496. That's 1-800-936-5496. Hugh Hewitt sees a confirmation of the next Supreme Court justice. No one is questioning her abilities, her integrity, her temperament, and the like. She's going to be confirmed, America. She's going to be confirmed. Uh, and that's going to be the story on this show from now until the time she is confirmed. And I'm sure Chairman Graham will get her through committee quickly. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 6, right before Mike Gallagher at 9 on AM 1250. The Answer. Allegheny County says it will prioritize demolitions of buildings on blighted properties based on public safety need, redevelopment potential, and community impact. The effort is aided by a $15 increase in the cost to record deeds and mortgages. But the Allegheny Institute for Public Policy asks how much will be raised from the $15 fee and who will be keeping track of the money. Learn more at AlleghenyInstitute.org, now in its 25th year of challenging conventional public policy wisdom. Progressive Motorcycle presents Road Wisdom from the Motor. Everything you want it to be. Everything. As long as what you want is a road to ride your motorcycle on. Progressive Motorcycle also presents basic policies starting at $75 a year. Progressive Motorcycle for those who were born to ride. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates annual premium for basic liability policy is not available in all states. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. Order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only $19.95 to see if it will work for you too. Call 800 
500-8384. ReliefFactor.com. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Got an accident out there, one on Beck's Run Road in Baldwin at Wagner Avenue. Also, got a crash in West Latrobe, Lagonia Street at 982. Construction on the eastbound turnpike off to the shoulder between Butler Valley and Allegheny. Delays on the Parkway East outbound. Greenville Bridge overpass up to Edgewood, Swissvale. Inbound, not bad. Parkway West looking good, but inbound 376 off ramp to 60. That's shut down until October 18th with construction. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robbins. AM 1250, the answer. Weather. We'll have clear skies this evening with a low of 40, then mostly sunny skies tomorrow, high on Tuesday, 67. Partly cloudy tomorrow night with a low of 52, then Wednesday will be sunny to partly cloudy and breezy with a high of 73. Mostly sunny Thursday and Friday, high Thursday, 63, Friday, 67. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Holly Holdren. Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. So what would your reaction be if about a month from now President Trump suggested that uh, we all cancel Thanksgiving because of, you know, COVID? And what if His Excellency himself, Tom Wolfe, said we really should cancel Thanksgiving if we want to have a nice Christmas it's happening in Canada right now, and their Thanksgiving, as I said, is a week from today. Brian Lilly is a columnist for the Toronto Sun. He joins us now. Brian, thanks for being here. Oh, pleasure to be on with you. So, uh, what is going on up there? <laughs> well, it really depends on, on where you live. Uh, you know, just like the United States, things are uh, more determined by the the state government than right. the national government here it's provinces and often municipalities so mm-hmm. you know the city you live in might have different rules things like that so uh, it it's probably a bit more dire in quebec uh where i you know lived many years ago than it is in ontario where i live now i'm in toronto mm-hmm. uh places like montreal though you know they've got death rates that far exceed the United States, pretty much anywhere other than, say, New York, uh, death rates that I- exceed uh, places like Spain and Italy that have done very badly during COVID-19. And so as they've started to see case counts go up, they've brought in a lot more restrictions. Right now, all we've got are suggestions that you don't have a big party for Thanksgiving. So our Thanksgiving, by the way, is uh, next weekend. We do ours uh, about a month, about six weeks earlier than you. And, you know, end of the harvest season, uh, it's the same, many of the same sorts of traditions going on. But, you know, they're just saying, look, try and keep it below 10 people. Try not to combine too many households. But in Ontario, there's no rule against it. You can't be arrested. You're not going to be forced into a re-education camp if, uh, if you do get together. But these are the recommendations. In Quebec, it's a bit stricter right now. Yeah, I I thought I read a story where they they're talking about um, enforcing this in Quebec. Um, uh, and enforcing I don't know what, very that's what I was going to ask you. What does that, enforcing it mean? You know. Well, I mean, they've talked about everything, including uh, 
you know, if they get a phone tip off that you're breaking mm-hmm. the rules, that they may come into your home. Uh, I, I'm not sure that constitutionally that would stand. You know, we, we draw many of the same traditions of, uh, of freedom and liberty from the, the British Commonwealth tradition, the, uh, the Magna Carta that, uh, that predates both of our constitutions that's, uh, you know, yeah. frowns upon uh, any agent of the state breaking across your doorway. Uh, there's an old saying that uh, the wind may blow through, the rain might pound through, but the agent of the king cannot without, uh, without a warrant. Some of this is being thrown to the wayside in your country and mine during COVID. You know, I've, I've seen the craziness on both sides of the border. They seem to be moving in that direction in Quebec right now, mainly out of a sense of panic. Um, you know, our COVID case numbers are going up, but not necessarily our hospitalizations, um, not our intensive care unit admissions not our the number of people on ventilators. In fact, there's very few people on ventilators now because, well, we've learned a lot more. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we know how to treat it. If President Trump had uh, contracted COVID-19 back in March or April, there's a good chance he would be in hospital for a long time or worse, heaven forbid. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's receiving the types of treatments now that are improving the... Uh, the outcomes of people across the United States and across Canada. You know, we didn't know to do things like turn people on their sides back in March or April. That's right. a very simple move that, that now helps folks. So we're, we've still got this mentality that if case counts go up, then people are dying. Yeah. Because that's what happened back in April, right? Right, but they're um, not. But it, it's not happening in the same way. You know, I, I, I'm not one of these people that says... COVID is a hoax. I'm not one of these people that says it's going to go away on November 4th. Um, No, it is a real virus, and and you've got to take it seriously. But as with any new virus, eventually you learn how to deal with it. You learn how to treat it. You learn how to uh, give people the the care that they need to keep them alive. And and, and we've done that. But there is a sense of panic as as rates start to go up. And... uh, there is unfortunately a good majority of the population willing to accept very strict limits. Yeah, and um, you know the problem is that the only way you can get rid of stupid uh, plans and regulations like this is if you still have the people believing that getting the disease is a death sentence, which which people thought maybe back in March and April. Uh, and they thought that no matter what your age was, oh, boy, you better not get this thing because you're going to die or you're at least going to be in the hospital and on a ventilator. And we know now that that's not true, but they still seem to be uh, even more so up there where you guys are than here, which is hard to believe because it's really ridiculous here. But the, the only way you can make people even consider this kind of stupidity is if they believe that they're going to die if they don't, isn't it? Well, I, I, I think you're you're right there, but... I don't know what it's like in the United States because I'm not listening to a ton of local media, and really, yeah. things like this are often done on the local level, not at the mm-hmm. um, at the national or even regional. But you know, case counts every single day. We have a release of the number of new cases. Yeah. Uh, so today it was uh, uh, across the whole province of Ontario. Our population is 14.7 million. Our yeah. geography: we're bigger than Texas. 
uh, almost bigger than Texas and California combined in terms of land mass. So it's a massive space with 14.7 million people. And we've got, I think they said 615 cases. There's only 176 in hospital with COVID. In the whole Uh, province. In the whole province, 43 in intensive care, 26 on on ventilators. Um, You know, and when you look at something like the... Uh, the death rate from COVID, uh, it's very low. It was very deadly in one segment of our population yep. early on. And those were people over the age of 80 who were in long-term care facilities. Uh, I know that that was the case in New York as well. My, my former colleague, uh, Janice Dean, Fox News, yep. uh, I believe it was her husband's parents that were lost yep. uh, because of that. Uh, Same thing here in Pennsylvania. Thousands and, died. And, and so the same thing happened here. So the uh, percentage of cases that died, uh, if you are between the ages of 20 and 39, 0.1% in Ontario. Um, between 40 and 59, 0.8%. Between 60 and 79, 9.1%. And above 80, which was mostly people in long-term care who are not in great health to begin with. You don't go in there because you're you're a spry elderly person. 31.7. So this is why people like myself have been saying for a long time, well, protect the vulnerable. You know, our yeah. government here said they would put an iron ring around long-term care facilities. They didn't do a good enough job because, you know, almost, uh, uh, you know, 3,000 people now have died. Uh, 2,000 of them in those long-term care facilities. So that's obviously a problem. But, you know, you don't shut down the whole country, the whole province, the whole economy because of of this happening. I I, I will say this, uh, and that is that earlier today, our premier, equivalent of of your governor, our premier, Doug Ford, uh, who, by the way, before he got into politics, owned a business uh, that spanned the Canada-U.S. border. He's got a plant down around Palatine, Illinois. Um, he, uh, he, he came to the defense of the, the restaurant and bar industry because there's all these calls to say, well, we've got to shut them down. They obviously have to be closed. They're the obvious spreaders. And he just said, unless you're showing me the, uh, the evidence, uh, I'm not going to do this. So it, it, you know, he said, I'm, I'm not going to ruin people's lives and, and take away their ability to earn an income without you showing me that this is a province writ large and it's not there right now. That has a lot of people in the ivory towers clocking. Um, but you know, I was just texting with a friend who owns a restaurant and he's over the moon. He, he finally feels like there's a politician that has his back and we need more of that. We're talking to Brian Lilly. He's a columnist for the Toronto sun. Uh, here's the thing I want to get from you, Brian, cause you're up there in Canada. And I, as I said, I own property up there. I hope my family's owned property up there since I was born uh, and um, uh, up in, in Ontario. And um, so I, I have a little bit of a feeling for what Canadians are like and what it's like in Canada. I've been going up there all my life. But I have, even even uh, here in this United States, at, uh, as as bad as things have gotten and as much as I think it's been overhyped, I, I'm just trying to picture what would happen if President Trump even suggested that canceling Thanksgiving would be a good idea. Because they're, they're saying that. Uh, not just well, uh, you know, the, the prime minister did. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau did, 
yeah. in what I thought was an overwrought uh, nighttime address. Now, just like you, uh, you know, our national leader can request to the networks to commandeer the airtime. And it doesn't happen all that often. Yeah, sometimes they'll carry a news conference and something big's going on. But when they go to the networks and say, we want to have the, uh, the airtime, give it to us. It's supposed to be something really big and important. What's been happening up here is that Justin Trudeau and the liberal government was caught using the pandemic to, well, give contracts to organizations that they're friends with. Um, maybe you've heard of uh, We Charity uh, or Me to We. They're a Canadian outfit that expanded big into the United States. I mean, they've done uh, big specials. I, I think it was on ABC for several years. They'd have celebrities like Neil Patrick Harris and Martin Sheen and Chance the Rapper and Selena Gomez come out and just fawn over them and how great they are at transforming the third world. Um, except that when COVID hit, uh, the Trudeau government decided to give them an almost billion-dollar contract with a big payoff in admin fees for them to run a, a student service grant program. So, you know, students don't have money, we'll, we'll get, you know, start this program. Trudeau shut down government to try and avoid that and then started making all these grand pronouncements to try and change the channel because he got caught trying to reward his friends. You know, you don't use a, a, a pandemic to give contracts to your buddies, but that's what he did. And on that nighttime speech, he said, you know, we can't get together for Thanksgiving, but maybe we've got a shot at Christmas if you do the right I, I thing. Just, that, that stunned me when I saw that. Yeah, and, and by the way, you know, back in, in April when, uh, when Easter was on, and, and we all didn't know what to do, and everybody was going into lockdown mode, Right. Guess what he did? He, you know, he'd been isolated from his wife and children. His wife had contracted um, uh, COVID nineteen at a wee charity event in London, England, and and had flown back into Canada with it at the beginning of the the thing. So he's isolated from her because he's got to keep running the country. He goes right. and visits her at Easter, crossing a provincial border and going across three different jurisdictions that had said, "Do not come here if you do not live here." Yeah, there, was, uh, there were rules against that, right? The, he broke yeah, the, his own rules. He broke his own rules. So there, there, there's no doubt that he's getting together with as many people as he wants at, uh, at Thanksgiving. Um, look, I, I think that most people are still apprehensive about this, and most people are not going to have the type of large gatherings that they normally would. But they're not going to sit at home in isolation. Um, I'm going to have the same gathering that I've ever had, and uh, this thing, and that's still six weeks from now, but I don't know anybody who's going to have a smaller gathering than I know here. In, I mean, that's, again, anecdotally, but... Yeah, I, I, I'm just looking at polling, and that's what I'm basing yeah. it on. I, there yeah. are more people apprehensive about this than you might think, it, at least here, and, and I'd have to look at American polling. Um, but, you know, people are like, okay, well, maybe we don't invite Uncle Reg, but I'm, I'm still having the kids yeah. over. <laughs> you don't invite the uncle you don't want there, but you're going to invite the kids over. Well, I, mean, I only have a couple minutes left here with Brian Lilly, columnist for the Toronto Sun. I want to read to you a message I got last week from a guy. He's uh, an American. His, uh, he's divorced. His wife is in Canada with his kids, and somehow he was able to get across the border because of that. But he had to quarantine for 14 days when he came over. I just want to, This is what he sent to me, and this is, this is a guy who's not a, a crazy person. 
He said, I'm quarantining in Canada as we speak so that I can see my kids. Eight more days to go. It's been a bizarre experience. Cops calling me every day. Threats of $100,000 fine if I didn't drive with a mask on. That's, is he exaggerating? Uh, Cops call him I'm, every day? I'm surprised that they call him every day. So a friend of mine who's a radio host here in Toronto went down to see his son in Texas for a yeah. vacation. And, and he came back. He had to quarantine for 14 days. And right. I have no problem with that. Look, how did we all get COVID in our respective countries? Yeah. It flew in from China and then Italy and then Iran and all these other places. So, yeah, I don't have a problem with quarantine. Uh, but Jerry only had people uh, checking in every couple of days. Uh, the fines are there. Uh, the, the idea that you'd be fined for driving without wearing a mask, I haven't heard of that. And, but, and I'd, be sh- you know, I'd be shocked at that. I mean, uh, wearing a mask while driving alone is like sleeping alone with a condom on just in case. Uh, right. You know, it's not going to help you. Right. Well, I, I'm out of time, uh, uh, and I really appreciate you coming on, but... The insanity is all over North America, obviously, uh, and uh, I don't know when it's going to end. Maybe we'll have you on again when this is all over and you can tell us what happened up there. I appreciate it, Brian. Okay, thank you. Okay, that's Brian Lilly. He's a columnist for the Toronto Sun, and we will be right back. Still paying outrageous premiums for your health insurance, or maybe you settled with a ministry plan, some short-term medical or limited benefit plan that lacks the coverage you need? This is John Stagerwald from my friends at Marley Financial. And every agency offers the same stuff, well, except Marley Financial. Marley Financial now offers a unique ACA clone that looks, feels, and most importantly, acts just like a Blue Cross plan. In fact, it's even better. You can go to any hospital or facility anywhere in the country. They'll actually waive your deductible for inpatient and surgery. Does your plan do that? Plus, they can customize your plan to reduce your costs for the rest of your life. Contact Marley Financial today, 724-884-1496. You don't have to wait until open enrollment, 724-884-1496, or visit MarleyFG.com. Nobody does health insurance like Marley Financial, the most innovative agency in the marketplace. 724-884-1496 at MarleyFG.com. At Fisher Investments, we do things differently. And other money managers don't understand why. Because our way works great for us. But it may not work for your clients. That's why Fisher Investments is a fiduciary obligated to put clients first. It's the highest standard for a financial advisor. So what do you provide? Cookie cutter portfolios like the rest of us? No cookie cutter portfolios here. Fisher Investments tailors portfolios to meet each client's goals and needs. But you do sell investments that earn you high commissions, right? And make commissions when you make trades for your clients? No, Fisher Investments doesn't sell any commission investment products, and we never earn commissions on trades. So what's in it for you? Fisher Investments fees are structured so we do better when our clients do better. When it comes to helping clients achieve a comfortable retirement, we're clearly different. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments, clearly different money management. Investments in securities involve the risk of loss. Excuse me, have you ever discussed life insurance? Well... Sort of. Have you talked about who'll pay the mortgage if one of you passes? We definitely haven't talked about that. 
Well, then you should talk to SelectQuote. SelectQuote shops for you, getting you quotes from some of the country's most trusted companies, finding you the right coverage with the right carrier at the right price in minutes. Is it affordable? Well, how affordable does $500,000 in coverage for as little as a dollar a day sound? That's great. We can afford that. To get your free quote, call 1-800-212-1166 or go to selectquote.com today and get the protection they need at a price you can afford. That's 1-800-212-1166 or selectquote.com. Selectquote. We shop. You save. Get full details on example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Monthly premiums vary based on health company and other factors. Not available in all states. As a kid, did you have a paper route? Did you babysit? Set up a stand and sell lemonade? Cut lawns in your neighborhood? You are an entrepreneur. New Era Health Plans are looking for entrepreneurs. If you work hard, are always learning, and enjoy helping and educating people, this may be a good fit for you. New Era Health Plans offers people superior health insurance with savings up to 30 to 60%. They will train you and help you become a successful licensed insurance agent. If you're already an agent or the top salesperson in your company not making what you should or someone ready for a career change, you need to call New Era at 724-230-4500. That's 724-230-4500. Take a leap, invest in yourself, and build a legacy business for your future security. Make the money you deserve, working how you want to work, all while you are truly having an impact on people's lives. Go to NewEraHealthPlans.com to request a phone interview. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Now, speaking of Christmas, um, are you ready for this? This is from the New York Post. Um, Apple, your favorite uh, company, is rolling out gender-neutral Santa Claus emojis. Okay? It can be used on your iPad, your iPhone. Gender-neutral Santa Claus. Now, in order to have a uh, a gender-neutral Santa Claus, he can't have a beard. Uh, So they shaved him. They gave him a red hat, but the beard's gone. And then they're also, uh, they have a a picture of a couple of these emojis. The one is with the the red hat, with the, you know, the tassel on it there. And and, uh, then there's another a uh, person with what looks like eastern a uh, middle eastern garb on with the like the robes and the and the um uh I don't know just you know what I mean like uh, looking like uh he's from Saudi Arabia but he's um not he doesn't have a beard because it's gender neutral I guess but he has a dark mustache which so he doesn't look anything like Santa Claus so this is all of course uh because of diversity and um, that's where the world is headed. And it's also the transgender insanity and the uh, all the stuff that's happening with that. But just be looking for that, for someone to send you this Christmas an emoji of Santa Claus who doesn't look anything like Santa Claus. Because if he looks like Santa Claus, you might be offended. Or someone might be offended. It's... Um, it's, uh, it's pretty scary what's going on out there. But uh, we still have six weeks till Christmas, so maybe sanity will prevail here. Are we done, Mike? Okay, we're done. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> the John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.